all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Brought to you by LIC. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the All You Need to Know podcast on Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Here's everything that you need to know this Thursday, the 28th of January. In the top news in the US, Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell made it clear that the central bank was nowhere near rolling back the massive support it is providing the economy during the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Officials left the benchmark interest rate unchanged near zero and flagged a moderating US recovery. The central bank's policy-making body repeated it would maintain its bond-buying program at the current pace of $120 billion of purchases per month until substantial further progress towards its employment and inflation goals had been met. The U.S. benchmark Treasury in reaction fell 2.6%, the most since October. The 10-year Treasury yields are now trading just over 1%. In the top news back home, the Indian government plans to spend 3 lakh crore rupees on a new plan to revive power distribution companies. That's a Bloomberg story that quoted people with knowledge of the matter. The spending would be spread over a few financial years and is likely to be unveiled on Monday as part of the government's budget for the next financial year. The spending would focus on upgrading infrastructure and technology of the ailing utilities to make them more efficient and to reduce financial losses. Under the plan, the federal government would provide annual grants to states that meet targets set by New Delhi. In updates from the primary markets here in India, Stavcraft's initial public offering was subscribed 2.9 times as of 5pm yesterday on the penultimate day of its issue. This despite institutional investors staying away as retail interest continued to remain high. You might want to keep an eye on flows into India's equity markets. Foreign portfolio investors net sold equity here for the third day in a row yesterday, leading some to suggest that the trend that saw equity benchmarks soar to record highs may be on the wane. Foreign portfolio investors net sold equities worth 1,688 crore in yesterday's session, according to the provisional data released on the exchanges, taking the three-day total to over 3,000 crore rupees. In more international news, Chinese President Xi Jinping has said Hong Kong should be governed by patriots. In comments that came just weeks after more than 50 opposition politicians and activists were arrested using the city's new Beijing-drafted national security law. China's leader made the statement in a video conference with Hong Kong chief executive Carrie Lam, according to state broadcaster CCTV. In recent months, Chinese authorities have tried to purge pro-democracy activists from Hong Kong's Legislative Council, fueling condemnation by foreign governments, including the U.S. In international markets, U.S. equities extended losses in after-hours trading on disappointing earnings from tech giants and concerns about valuations. The tech-heavy Nasdaq and the S&P 500 dropped 2.6% each, while the Dow declined by just over 2%. And equity markets in the Asia-Pacific region have also started with sharp cuts. 
So globally, the trend is clearly risk off. Let's see how India is looking. Joining me now is Hormuz Fatakia with the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Hormuz. How are we looking today? Good morning to you, Alex, and to those tuning in as well. The markets continue to face selling pressure ahead of the January FNO expiry today. Benchmarks fell for the fourth straight day on Wednesday. The foreign investors that led the markets higher are now leading it lower too. The Nifty closed below the 14,000 mark for the first time in 17 trading sessions. The Sensex has now corrected close to 3,000 points from its all-time high of 5182. And there seems to be more in store though, as early ticks on the SGX Nifty suggested that the index traded 130 points lower, around the mark of 13,900. Specific stocks then, Hindustan Unilever reported a 4% volume growth excluding the GSK acquisition during the October to December period. Rural growth continued to outpace urban markets, while the company's premium product portfolio grew in high single digits. CFO Srinivas Patak said that while discretionary consumption has made a strong comeback, growth in the home care business has been slower. Axis Bank says that around 83% of the total slippages during the quarter would have been from the retail segment if not for the interim order of the Supreme Court. The lender's pro forma gross NPA rose to 4.55% from 4.28% last quarter, while loans worth over 4,200 crore rupees were written off. The lender expects FY22 to be a positive year in terms of growth and recoveries, adding that slippages in the fourth quarter will be better than this quarter. United Spirit says that despite a quicker rebound than originally anticipated, there are still reasons to remain cautious in the near term. As a result, the company has not provided a quantitative guidance for FY21. Sales in the prestige and above segments were largely flat, while that in the popular segment fell close to 7% during the quarter. The company's gross margins were higher though, owing to benign input costs. ICICI Prudential's gross premium income rose 11% from last year, while solvency ratio stood at 226.1% from 207.2% last year. New business premium rose 14%, while VNB margins for the 9 months of FY21 stood at 26% from 21% for the same period last year. There are also stocks like JK Paper, PNB Housing Finance, Tata Coffee among others that will react to their quarterly earnings which were reported after market hours on Wednesday. There are plenty of broader market earnings that are slated for today. You can read up that entire list in our All You Need To Know copy. But I'll highlight a few important ones such as RT Industries, Bharat Electronics, Colgate Palmolive, Coforge, Interglobe Aviation, Lupin, m M&M Financial, RBL Bank, TVS Motors, Loris Labs, among many others. Maruti is the only nifty name that will be reporting results today. Aside of earnings, Hero Motocorp has entered into a distribution agreement with Grupo Salinas for the Mexican market. The two-wheeler maker is aiming for rapid expansion in the country over the next three years. The first phase will see Hero launch nine products, including motorcycles for work, street, premium and on-off segments, along with scooters. PVR has launched a QIP issue on Wednesday in order to raise funds. The floor price of 1,495.93 per share is a 0.7% premium to Wednesday's closing price. The board will meet again on the 1st of February to determine the issue price for the QIP. The board had approved raising funds to the tune of 800 crore rupees in December last year. 
Aditya Birla Fashion and Retail has announced the acquisition of 51% stake in Sabyasachi Kutur for a sum of close to 400 crore rupees. The company says that the acquisition is in line with its stated long-term strategy of building a formidable play in the ethnic wear segment. Sabyasachi's overall revenue for FY20 stood at 274 crore rupees. The transaction is expected to be completed over the next 30 to 45 days. Lots to read in today's All You Need to Know copy, so do log in and read up. With that, I wish you a safe day ahead and it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Ormus. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great Thursday. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IBM Podcast app? On the IBM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IBM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. Brought to you by LIC.